to Say It Southern, aspiring to live not just as moms, but as modern Southern women, we began this project to hear from those who inspire us and recognize those who are achieving their own personal goals. Listen in as we celebrate the South and those who say it Southern. You've heard us talk about how much we love our wheezy robes and our wheezy towels. Don't forget that you can get yours by using the code SAYITSOUTHERN for $15 off your order of $100 or more. Go to wheezytowels.com to get your personalized towels and robes and bath mats today. We cannot wait for you to hear the story behind Henry Dry Goods today. Sherry, the owner and creator, went from having it all to losing it all. We met Sherry at the Say It Southern Getaway this year on 30A. She drove her Airstream, named Pearl, to our dinner Friday night where our guests got to meet Sherry, learn about Henry Dry Goods, and of course, buy all the things. But our guests left with more than just purses and pillows and coats and hats. They left with Sherry's story of resilience and overcoming hard times by pulling up her bootstraps, as she says, and starting a new chapter. And today, we want to share her story with you. So join us now as we say it Southern with Sherry Henry Wolf. Sherry, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. And we miss you. Yeah. We miss you. <laughs> oh, I wish we all could stay down there forever and live that life. And, um, uh, last time we saw Sherry, that's right. We Last time we saw you, we had a... Uh, we had a sunset and the sea breeze and some kind of yummy concoction in our hand and exactly. had our credit cards out. Yeah, twinkling lights and music and oh my gosh, it doesn't get any better than that. No, it doesn't. Well, thank you again, too, for the swag bags. Everybody oh. at the getaway is still dying over those bags. Oh, good. Well, I love um, when, you know, Julie and you all talked and Julie came to me and um, I'm like, of course, when, when somebody gives me free reign, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go at it. I'm going to do that. I, I love doing that. So no constraints. So it was perfect. Um, it was, it perfect. was perfect. And then for me personally, I mean, I know p- other people don't care, but to see our logo, to see Say It Southern on the inside pocket yeah. that you put in there with your Henry logo, I was like, oh, that is so, it makes it so special. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that's what I love about what we do here. We can um, we can put those special touches on everything because we're you know we do everything here. Okay. So mm-hmm. Can change and it up one by one if I wanted to. That's right. Yeah. Well, we love Henry Dry Goods, obviously, and we're gonna get into that too. But um, tell us. Let's start up with you because I mean, you know, we all know the woman makes the brand, right? The brand doesn't make the woman. The woman mm-hmm. makes the brand. So um, let's start at the beginning. Like, tell us a little bit about your st- yourself and your story. Um, well, the beginning kind of goes back um, 20 years. Actually, I guess 21 years now. I had a previous company before this current company, Henry Dry Goods. It was called Henry Brown. Um, Henry's the common thread, obviously, and that was my maiden name. And... Um, my dad's side of the family, I kind of, um, people ask me, did you, do you have a degree in what you do? And it's like, no, everyone in my dad's family has either been, uh, architects, engineers, uh, home builders. Um, 
there's John Henry is an international uh, sculpture, metal sculpture. Uh, he has metal sculptures all over the world. Um, Barbara Kingsolver, the best-selling author, is a cousin. So mm. it just kind of runs in the blood. Mm-hmm. That's some creative. Good That's some good genes right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah exactly. You look good in them jeans. <laughs> So that's how I I started the first company, and um, it was great. It was in a pre-website, pre-social media era where you did it the old-fashioned way. You went to market. So, you know, I did Atlanta, New York, um, Dallas market. I had factories, uh, one in Brooklyn, then moved, well, started in Chicago, then Brooklyn, then actually went to China went to Hong Kong several times, worked with the factories directly in China. Um, and that that was a great company, um, was in several magazines, and was Oprah's favorite things, and her fifth anniversary magazine. That's goodness, huge. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, it was great, but I did direct, I, I, that was selling to stores then, so mm-hmm. it was a little di- different. I didn't do the whole um, direct-to-consumer then. I did some, and I had a store here in Lexington and but that was kind of you know at the time I thought okay this is it this is my gig this is what I'm doing um and I learned otherwise (laughs) yeah so at the time though were you you were designing the bags too you just weren't you weren't just running the company it was your designs right everything yeah I designed bags I would send samples to China of like stapled together canvas, you know, and, and then I would write on it, come down four inches here, put a handle here and turn under and, you know, um, and they would do it. It would take several, you know, back and forth to get it correct. But um, yeah, so we imported from China several times and um, the company got big and things were great and um, loved all the girls that worked for me, had an amazing team and then my mother got sick, um, melanoma, and um, ended up passing away in 2009. And then 2009 was the year that um, mom got sick and died. And then my husband and I separated, and it was a downhill spiral. And in a year's time, I lost my mother, my business, all my personal finances, um, everything. Uh, lost everything mm. so uh and the only thing that was left of my uh, one of my dearest friends in the world she, we were walking every morning and she said if you are left with jesus in a box with your three children that's all you need yeah and those words have resonated with me and she's right that's all i needed i didn't need uh, you don't need stuff you don't need jewelry you don't need china you know i had all my china, all the stuff that I at one point in my life coveted and thought that that made me, it was the first thing to go. I was like, I can I can buy Rothschild bird here in China again if I need it. You know, mm-hmm. this stuff is going out the door today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, China, silver, I sold everything just to stay alive, basically. Um, got a part part-time job and, uh, well, actually full-time job and, um, kind of laid low and, um, moved downtown Lexington for a little bit. I've always lived in a different area in Lexington and, uh, been downtown ever since. I love it now. And through it all, you 
know, I've kind of learned what's important and um, what makes me tick, which mm-hmm. I, you know, I had to learn that at a, in, in my, I was in mid, my mid forties at the time. Um, wish I would have learned that in my mid twenties, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but what I did learn was I the Henry Brown days primed me for what this is. And this is much better, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So this is, um, I know now a lot about the, um, production. So we're doing our own production in this phase and, um, you know, what's important to me and the designing and sourcing. And, um, so all that was not for naught, you know, and a lot of people think when they fail that that's, that, well, that was a waste of time and it's actually not. That was right. the best thing that could have happened to me. Mm-hmm, yeah. This is so good because of that. Right. And that's mm-hmm. where the lesson is. Exactly. That's where the lesson is. So, you know, and it was good to, to learn to not have any money. You know, I've, that's never happened to me my whole life. You know, you grow up and your family, you know, you've never felt that. Mm-hmm. And I could have actually won prices right because I would literally go to Kroger's and have $42.65. And that was all I had to spend. Isn't that amazing? Oh yeah. yeah. So how old were your boys at the time too? Just They were, uh, one was graduating from college uh, one was in college and one was in middle school, almost mm-hmm. in high school. It's a hard, so, hard age. And the call expenses, expensive age, too. Yeah. Bigger the kid, the bigger the bill. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, I thank God they're boys. I know now why God gave me boys. Yeah. I'm not sure a girl would have survived it. But, you know, the great thing about boys is they don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, and they are so much better off now. For, you know, they're all extremely hard workers. They understand what earning a dollar is all about. They don't take life for granted. They don't take money for granted. Um, and that's important. Whether you're a billionaire or you have nothing, you have to learn the value of, of money. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, we learned, we all learned real very quickly through it all. So it's it's interesting because when something like that happens, it can be the a period in someone's life or it can right. be a comma or a dash, right? And exactly. so when did it transition for you from the okay, this is how this is my lot, these are the cards I've been dealt into right. now, you know what? You don't back me into a corner because yeah. I haven't known you long, but I daggum know that. <laughs> that like sister is a hustler. So, so tell me, and, and that, I feel like that's something that people are born with, you know, you're either born with that or you're not. So how long did you stay in that space where you're like, I've got 42 bucks at the grocery. I got to make something happen and I've got to make something happen for me. Right. Not long. Yeah. You were were correct. You were correct. Um, you know, like if I'm running a race or something, I'll let you win because you know, running is not, yeah. yeah, but, um, you challenge me on on whether I can do this business again, and I'm going to show you that I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it took. Um, I'll go backwards a little bit. In the time that I was losing everything, I had a, um, a financial group here in town that was new. Um, they had just recently formed, and they wanted to buy Kentucky-owned businesses that needed help, and it was a great concept. Um, wasn't proven yet 
And there were nine of them, which is way too many people. And I was their first business they purchased. And we did a real convoluted asset purchase. I learned a lot about the law. I, I, I think at the time, at one time, I had a divorce attorney, a bankruptcy attorney, <laughs> and uh, a legal, you know, an attorney handling this business asset purchase. <laughs> and so I did work with them for eight months trying to get Henry Brown back. <clears throat> and it just, um, it didn't work. They had too many they had too many things going on within, and we weren't a good fit. So that's when I walked away from it all. They own my grandfather's name, Henry Brown. My grandfather's name was Charles Brown Henry. So I had signed a non-compete, and um, I will say this. This is one one big lesson I've learned. Don't ever, as a, a female or male, sign a non-compete unless enough money <laughs> to sit on your hind end and for the rest of your life and be able to pay every bill and your family's bills because mine obviously was not. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and they kind of had my hands tied on what I do best. And that's when out of that, I couldn't go start another company yet. Gotcha. Yeah. And my brother (laughs) and his infamous wisdom, well, you always love houses. Why don't you just, go get your real estate license and become a realtor. And I'm like, you are correct. I would love being a realtor. I think, you know, I would love to get first dibs on houses, but that's not my passion. Mm -hmm. My passion is when I find a fabric and I hyperventilate because I can see it with something else that I already have and want to put it together and make something. And, you know, that's what gets me going. And (laughs) I'm not, you know, now I love doing interiors as well, but designing interiors, but um, I don't want to be a realtor. Well, you just need to do something. You just need to go get a job. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. a man. That's yeah. a man. Yep. Yeah. So my dear brother, and I tease him a lot because he's very by the book and I'm, you know, I am not by the book. I am outside the box. The box does not exist in my world whatsoever. And I was like, you know, I'm going to start my own business again. I'm going to do this again. So I did have to ride a little low. I did a lot of, I did some private design a year for about a year for a store here in town. And um, then as soon as that non-compete was up, I started full force again. And, um, you know, I, I knew enough to where my dad was like, Sherry, let's just go to a factory and start, you know, let's just make these because these women buy everything you do. And I was like, well, dad, that's going to cost, you know, 50,000, 100,000. That's generally what, you know, a good solid order from a factory. Well, you know, he didn't, he didn't want to give up that kind of money to me. So I started with custom bags, the only way I knew how. And I started in, um, I started Henry Dry Goods. I lived in a loft, downtown Lexington. It was a big open space. My son, my youngest son was living with me at the time and he was, I gave him the bedroom and my my um, bed was out in the middle, you know, with, I draped it in gauze. And, of course you, know, you did. <laughs> you know, trying to get that romantic feel going, uh-huh. you know, that dreamy. And then my sewing machine, I had two sewing machines, and they were right next to my bed. I could literally take three steps out of my bed and be at the sewing machine. And I hired a lady. I, I, I hired a lady. I found... Um, through a friend with the, um, uh, the local refugee center trying to, you know, help refugees get jobs. 
And that's how both of my businesses have started. Wow. And so when I have questioned, you know, am I, okay, God, is this, is this what you want me to do again? I go back to the path that's been put in front of me, mm-hmm. you know, and finding women, finding people that know how to sew is one thing, but finding somebody that can understand the construction of a bag and put it together and work an industrial sewing machine is a whole different thing. And this particular lady did not, she had never worked an industrial sewing machine, but she was certainly willing to try. And so she picked up real fast. And so we started in my, in my loft and um, two women. And, and then, yeah, seven years later, we're in a 9,000 square foot building with um, 13 people on staff. So wow. that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody put baby in a corner. <laughs> exactly. Don't put me in a corner because I'm going to do it. <laughs> Fight my way out of there. Yeah. Well, Henry Draggots were obsessed with, clearly. I mean, it is the craftsmanship and the, I mean, the leather. And you can tell that there's some equestrian inspiration yeah. you're drawing mm-hmm. from Lexington. Mm-hmm. And oh, yes. so tell us your vision behind the company. And I mean, Obviously, it's working. So. Yeah. The vision, I have always, I'm my customer. And, you know, much like the Say It Southern event, when you go to these amazing locations and, and you know, you're on the beach and you have good food and good wine and, you, you know, women love to shop. And we all know what it feels like to go in a store and find something that takes your breath away. You love it so much mm-hmm. and you have to have it because it's a detail or it might, you know, it might be functional and a special detail or whatever it is. And that's what I want my product to be. I want it. I want you to look at it and go, I got to have that, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's how I shop. So everything that I design, I try to get that factor, you know, where you're like, you know, yes, it's functional, but it's also amazing, and it, it's a different, it's a cool vibe, and it's different, and it's, you know, it's not pedestrian looking. It's something special because we are all are so special, and we want to, as women, we want to feel special with our friends, with our lovers, with our husbands, with our boyfriends, with our children, you know, and to be able to put something on that makes us feel that way, whether it be a piece of clothing or an accessory. Um, I want to provide that. For mm-hmm. them. That's you know that's who Henry is. So I feel that to my core. <laughs> <laughs> the very core of who I am. I feel that <laughs> shop like that too. Sarah makes fun of me actually because she's like she'll say something. She'll go. She kind of shops like you do, and she'll she puts all these parameters around like how I do and what I do because I feel like that I'm a curator. That I like yeah. this kind of thing and this kind of thing, you know. And so she's like, she'll say, you know, my friend so and so, she shops like you do. Because <laughs> <laughs> she just, yeah. Well, well, I need to be struck by the item. I need it yeah. to physically reach out and say, you can't leave without it. Exactly, you can't leave without me. And we have women that do that. I mean, we're working on a retail store, and somebody popped in that was in the neighborhood, and she's like, she was looking around, and she said. I don't really need anything in here, but I got to buy something because this place is so cool. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of, none of us need anything. No. I mean, you know, I was meeting my needs when I was spending the $43 and 62 cents at Kroger's and adding up what bread costs and milk costs and, you know, 
this is a, a, a want and, you know, I'm fully aware that our product is, you know, um, no one needs at all, but, um, but we as women do need to feel special. And so when you want to feel special, come to Henry. Because... <laughs> special and custom. Exactly. Well, you've got the equestrian background and you started with the bags. So is there a signature, sort of the first bag that you were doing or because you've involved into yeah, so much pillows, more. I mean, yeah. yeah. Now there's clothing, pillows, all of it. But exactly. what was kind of the beginning? Well, the very beginning from the Henry Brown days, I started with a tennis bag. Oh, oh. Now, now you're talking Sarah's language. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I played two. I was on two tennis teams and um, played a lot of tennis. My kids were getting, you know, older and I had time and um, wanted to start the business. Then a friend of mine was like, why don't you start? There's no cool tennis gear. And sure enough, I, and I think it was in 16 or 17 magazines at Henry Brown. Every single one was the tennis. Oprah's was the, was the tennis racket cover and... I was an L France version and it was a tennis racket cover and it was interesting. Every single one was the tennis. Um, this company, I've not done any tennis yet, which is very, I, I don't know really why. Just, we just get so busy and can't get it all in. But um, this company, I started with five core shapes that I thought, you know, if you needed a bag, you needed a cool travel bag. And you know, when you're checking in or checking out, you want to look down and go, gosh, I love that bag. <laughs> you know, so even your travel bag has that soul of who you are. Mm -hmm. And then a cosmetic um, and then two tote bags that um, two cosmetics and then two tote bags. And then, yeah, then from there, it just it's grown. It's grown into the pillows. Um, now clothing. Um I love, my favorite thing to do is to de my deconstructed coats that I do where they're all army vintage They're unbelievable. They're my, I mean, I almost didn't take one off. I was like, I they're wonder if she would notice if I just <laughs> left in this coat. I wouldn't notice, but Julie probably would. Oh. <laughs> okay, and then you have the fur collar that you add to the coat. Yeah. Okay, so you got the coat, which you're dead, like dead on the floor over, right? Because it's unbelievable. It's got the cool sleeves and the neat, I mean, the trim and the, the buttons. Then you add the freaking fur to it. I know, yeah. And you're on the cover of Vogue. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. literally. Well, so tell our listeners then about that, because we're talking about adding fur. We're talking about customizing things. So how does the process work if someone comes and they want a bag? Or a jacket. Well, so um, I have to tell a funny story on how the fur came about. When I was living in that loft and starting, I went to a formal event, had nothing to wear, so I had to wait, you couldn't afford to go buy something new. So I, I wore a long, simple black dress. And I was like, oh gosh, I need something fabulous to carry. And I had my grandmother's old fur stole, you know, that weird light brown color. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do with the fox <laughs> making clutches yeah so um i cut it up and i folded it together and made a clutch with this beautiful ribbon tie and oh, got so many compliments on it and my one of my best friend's husbands even complimented i'm like all right chip if you're calling if you're if you're saying something about this i'm on to something yeah, yeah. so that's kind of where that started so now we, I buy vintage fur coats when I can get my hands on them. And 
I take them apart. And for the longest time, I was just taking them apart and making bags out of the body. And I would keep the collars. And now I'm adding, you know, now the collars go on the coats. So we take, take apart the coats and take the sleeves off and add pockets. And we take apart the fur coats. And, you know, and then we mishmash it all together again. <laughs> it's so mm. cool. It is so cool. It is so, it's, I've, I've never seen anything like it. It's a it. personality. Yes. It is, yes. Yes. And people, I know that women would love to come do their own. And we may work in a, a design and design night where people can come do that with the coats. But I, people are like, I want one. Just, you just know, do it. Just do it. Yeah. And I'm like, they're all different. They're all one of a kind. Just, we, we add people to the list. And then as soon as we get them done, then we let them know, you know, first come, first serve. And, um, yeah. And there's, they, we can't keep them. We can't keep them. So, mm. and I they are truly, I think they represent me probably more than anything. Really? Because, yeah, because it's a classic look it's a mix i love to mix old and new Mm -hmm. and funky and you know people um when i've i remember talking to a college group a class that came to visit our space and i said the biggest thing that people don't know about me is everyone thinks i'm classic in style and you know but if a guy on a vintage harley pulled up out back (laughs) With a ponytail and tattoos, I'd be out of here in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, that's be flapping in the wind. Exactly. So, um, you know, that's just who I am. And it comes out in my designs, and I think that that's what makes it all work. It's because I am hitting, I am hitting, you know, different cylinder, different parts of different people's soul that, you know. Well, I, that's what I was going to yeah. say. You you're very connected, I feel like to your customer because yes. I, it feels, I mean, for example, I bought one of the small leather clutches, the zip wallet at, uh-huh. at the party. And when I picked it up, it had two little fur, you know, balls on the zipper, and then uh-huh. it had a patch that had number two on it. Well, I have two boys. It had a vintage like sailor patch. And we, it's one of our favorite things to do is like boat on the river. And then it had an army patch. My granddad was in the army. You know, I was like, I gotta have it. It's speaking <laughs> to me. me. It was like, pick me up off the table. And I, I could have walked out of there with everything, but I'm just like, you know, the camo, the ribbon, the leather, the stitching, the message, that all of it is just, right. it is so special. It Even is. Even the monograms, I think, speak yes. to people. You know, there's such different styles, but yet it all works together. Yes. Yeah, Sarah, I tried, when I started this, you know, at Henry Brown, I imported product and we would, we would monogram once the bag was done with embroidery. And, of course, everybody does that now. And one thing about me is I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. Right. If you're doing that, I'm going this direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tried to figure out, and I remember I was like, I knew you could print on fabric, but I didn't know how, and um, I figured it out. I called all around town and walked in what was then an embroidery um, location. It's a national franchise, and this 
um, I didn't know the lady that owned it at all, and now we're great friends. And she had a directing arm and printer, and I was like, can you try this? And if I sent you a design, can you print anything on this? And we tried it, and it worked. And um, she was very, uh, Trisha was very instrumental in getting my business started because she allowed me to use her printer. Mm-hmm. Um at a discount, you know, at a discount. So, um, so it was, it was wonderful and yeah, we got it going and the rest is still in the making. (laughs) So I heard you say that you're opening a retail space or a brick and mortar space. So tell us about that. That's gotta be huge. I mean, when did, when did Henry start? Would you say like what year? Henry started, Henry Dry Goods. Yeah. And, and, and I've struggled with that. Yeah. Henry.com was taken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, of course, when you're starting a business, that's the first thing you have to look at is the the, the dot-com and the, the social media. Mm-hmm. So um, it started um, a trunk show at that same loft where we were sewing um, in 2014, December of 2014. Gosh. So a couple of years later, I did trunk shows all over Lexington, and a couple of years later, um, we found a retail space downtown Lexington, but it was up on the second floor. So it was kind of, if you knew, you knew, you could go up and shop. But then we were in several locations, um, or we were in a couple stores here in Lexington. Um, You know, in typical fashion, I don't do anything um, in a small way. Um, My father died um, June of, last year, I guess, or this year, yeah, 2020, and um, during COVID, mm. and um, he was kind of my rock. He was, you know, he would, the $42 that I had in my purse to go to Kroger's, it was from dad, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like a papa bird, or mama bird, you know, he, he would give me just enough to operate but not too much to get comfortable. Mm. And, you know, he would definitely help feed me and that kind of thing. So anyway, um, when he, when he died, I knew that I was going to go two directions. I was going to go, um, crawl in that bed and probably never get out. And that would be the end of everything. Or I would keep marching forward. And that's kind of my motto, pull up your bootstraps and keep marching. Cause mm-hmm. you know, you, uh, I, I wasn't going to give up, and he believed in me so, so much. Um, he didn't understand everything I did and didn't understand all the choices I made, but he knew I could do it. And so I was like, all right, Dad, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do it in a big way. So this past year, this building fell. So we were next door up on the second floor, and now we're next door first and second floor. So... We're in this huge building, retail space, offices, production room, a garage, and I'm going to be living upstairs. Yay! That's cool. Be your brand, baby. Be your brand. (laughs) Exactly. And then in the the whole last year, too, we refinished the Airstream, so... Okay, so tell us about the Airstream, then. We died over Pearl, but tell our listeners about Pearl. Well, Pearl, uh, Pearl's been a dream of mine for four or five years, and I casually would look on Facebook and Craigslist and try to find, you know, cool Airstreams and kind of get a feel of 
everybody's like, oh, that's too expensive. That, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, yeah, it is expensive. But guess what? We'll just keep making money and we'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. So this one fell in my lap in February, right before COVID. Um, a gentleman here in town had to get rid of it. I mean, it, it was dirt, dirt cheap. And my son, my youngest son, Henry, loves to work with his hands. And he graduated from high school, um, didn't want to go to college, um, but went to work for my the cousin, John Henry, that does the sculptures and welds. And so Henry had been working with him for five or six years. So Henry's one of the, he just knows everything about construction and welding. And so he knew enough to look underneath to make sure it wasn't rotting underneath. And it was not. So we bought it and it kind of sat and didn't know what to do with it. And then dad died and Henry was really, really, really close to my dad and he was struggling. And I was like, all right, I'm going to have to get him into something. Mm -hmm. So I, he works for an art. He, at the time was working for the uh, art park in Chattanooga. I don't know if you all know much about Chattanooga. It's an amazing Love Chattanooga. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's, they have a 40 acre art park that Johnny started. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Henry's been working for them for a couple of years and, um, they had a place, so I took the Airstream down there, and Henry gutted it, and Henry's done all the remodeling on it. So, yeah. So, and it's kind of one of those things, it's like, who do you get to remodel an Airstream? I mean, that's not, you know, I think there are people out there, actually, that do it, but I certainly didn't have the funds to take it and say, all right, $200,000 later, right? Mm-hmm. your Airstream's done. So, we kind of, we just, we dove into it, and you know, run across a problem here and have to figure it out and then go a different direction and figure that out. And, um, it's still in progress, but it's Henry has, <laughs> I don't think he could, he couldn't wait. He jumped ship on me and he's out in Kansas. He's now gone back to college at the age of 26 oh. <laughs> and he's getting a degree in historic automotive restoration. So, oh, wow. It's, it started with Carl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's right. Yeah, so he's, he got his feet wet with Pearl. And so the idea behind Pearl was to bring the brand to people. Yeah. You know, we um, now, Henry, Henry focuses more on direct to consumer business. Everything we make is so special, it's hard to wholesale it. And so, you know, and every, the materials that go into a lot of what you purchase are, I can't get. You know, so I can't give it away. Yeah, you can't mass produce. Yeah, yeah so, which is what I like about it. So um, that was the idea behind Pearl, was to be able to reach the end-use customer in a fun, exciting way that still brought the brand to them. Well, so It does. Yeah. We're bringing Pearl to Jackson, we baby. Are. We cannot wait for our friends here locally to shop mm-hmm. and meet you in person. It's so fun, exciting. So much fun. Yeah, we can't wait either. And that, you know, to a fault, the girls have said, we got to close your office doors. You're not allowed to talk to customers. <laughs> but that's, you know, because then I end up giving stuff away or, oh, yeah, you can have that. Or, oh, yeah. I, usually as I agree to do something that I've told them to never agree to do. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's what, you know, I feel very blessed that I get to build relationships and get to talk with people that love my stuff. I love making it for people. It's just kind of a win-win all the way around. Um, so Yeah. What's well, fun for you, I guess, too, to come and see the people 
you know, oh. holding and looking and touching and yeah. wearing your things. Drooling on it and wiping their, yeah, <laughs> who need resuscitating. Walking out with a coat and not coming Explaining back. To running, husband. Running. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, I love it. Yes. So people can shop online, and then also, how do you can they request Pearl to come? Yes, people can request Pearl. We would love to um, bring Pearl to all, all different cities. I mean, um, we love we we have a, a busy schedule between now and the holidays. We could still fit some in. Um, you know. I drive it, and I'm ready to hit the road. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> it was so much fun um, coming down to Florida because, you know, I otherwise wouldn't get down there anytime soon. And it was it was, it was was just a really nice getaway, I can see why you all call it. Say, yes, yes. Say we know our customer. <laughs> yes, you know your customer as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you do. So, yeah, so henrydrygoods.com is our website that you can buy, you can purchase things from, and then um, there's a form on there that you can request Pearl. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a store. We want to pull up to people's homes and kind of give the pop-up slash trunk show slash home show a whole different look and feel and, you know, um it's just fun. It's just yeah, it is. Different vibe. So, um, so yeah, we can, we can, we'll come to you. <laughs> All right. We love it. Yeah. Well, before we let you go, Sherry, we want to do a popcorn round with you. Okay. Do you want to play? Okay. We'll just ask a one question and just quick first thing that comes to your mind. Answer. Okay. Ah. <laughs> Did you vote Republican? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. If I said, Sherry, who's your favorite designer? What would you say? Um, Chanel. That's a a brand, but yeah. Yeah, I got it. What's an item in your purse that goes with you everywhere? My inhaler. (laughs) (laughs) Albuterol. Good, good. What is albuterol? Oh my gosh. Nothing fancy like lipstick. It's I gotta breathe first. So. <laughs> That's the most important thing. Clearly. All right. If you could snap your fingers and be anywhere in the South, where would you be? Mm, um, Cumberland Island. What do you love about it? You can sit on the beach and look both ways and don't see a soul in sight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. All right. You're in the great state of Kentucky, which is known yes. for the bourbon. So are you a bourbon drinker? No, vodka. Vodka. Okay, well, I was going to ask what bourbon, like what do you recommend? I don't know. I can't stand bourbon. It just burns. It does burn. Down. I'm a vodka girl too, so. Yeah. yeah. No lines. I, I will say we have some amazing bourbon distilleries here. It's um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I liked it because I haven't even been on the tours. And They're beautiful. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You find uh, 50 bucks in your pocket. What are you doing with it? Mm, spending on some fabulous ribbon or fabric for the business. Yeah. <laughs> if you had an item that you were going to indulge in, like what is something to you that you're like, I need that. I deserve that. What's that luxury item for you? Artwork. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a so, favorite artist? No, I just love anything that speaks to me. Mm-hmm. That's when I want money is to be able to say, I don't care how much it is, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I was also going to ask about the horse racing, Keeneland versus the Derby. So I know you're going to tell us Keeneland, but yeah. why? Why Keeneland over the Derby? Oh, Keeneland is like Keeneland is like a vintage Mercedes that is perfection. The 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 motor hums, the body is beautiful. The Derby is like <laughs> <laughs> the Derby is like a new Corvette. Yes, yes. You know, it's like yeah. Big engine. That's great. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. But then tell the story. Then have the soul that that, that Keeneland yeah. does. There you exactly. go. Exactly. But that old Mercedes is priceless. Yeah, yeah. I love Keeneland. I think Keeneland is so fun and just. Oh yeah, it's just and to experience it, both grandstand, clubhouse, backtrack, you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a, it's just a beautiful experience, no matter how you go. I need so. to do that. that's on my list. I've oh, never yeah. done. Oh, you'd oh. love it. You'd love Keeneland. Okay. So what? Okay, so now we're going to switch this around. You guys are going to come up here. Or, it, it runs tell in, me when. Yeah, April or October. Why don't you all come up here and let's do a some kind of event here? Let's we'll do it in do April. It. We'll do it in April. <laughs> yeah, and let's do a dine and design here at Henry where mm-hmm. we have people come meet you all. Love it. Design your favorite items, and then we'll go to Keeneland. Love that. I mean, that you better like just turn the sheets. Yeah, we coming. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that would be wonderful. It'd be amazing. So for sure, we'll get we'll get about we'll get back with you about that for sure. We'll get that date down. Um, before we close, just if you could say anything going forward, what's the biggest lesson that you've learned throughout this journey? Your journey. Um. Not to stay down. Don't wallow in it. The, the, you know, the old, uh, I guess it was Winston Churchill. Churchill got up and said, don't ever, 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 ever give up. And people say that, but you have to live it. Mm. You know, and when you're an entrepreneur and you own your own business and you're a woman-owned business, I mean, I have, um, the fights I fight, the difference between the people that succeed and those that don't is the ones that don't just gave up for whatever reason they couldn't hang in there. And I'm hanging on, I'm going to hang on tooth, nail, thread, whatever it is. You know, I'm not giving up because it, you know, it works. So whatever tries to derail me, I'm going to figure out how to put it in its box and get rid of it and keep moving forward. So that, I think that's the biggest, yeah, what I want people, the biggest takeaway is um, whatever your challenge is in life, don't give up because um, God has truly given us the ability to overcome anything and to do anything. Lord, you um, better preach on that. <laughs> <laughs> you got Sarah in her fails. Right. <laughs> yeah. You got Sarah in her fails. It's going to be easy. He just said, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, and that's what, I mean, this is not easy at all. Sure. People think it's glamorous. People think it's fun. It is fun, and I love it with a passion, but it's not easy. Yeah. So. The good stuff really never is. No, it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's worth it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your spirit is contagious. We're obviously obsessed with your bags. We cannot wait to get you to Jackson. And just thank you so much for being on with us today. 
Oh, I feel so lucky that I've gotten to meet you all and experience your getaway. And I can't wait. Do we know? Have we announced the next one? Not yet. Not yet. We're working on, we're working on stuff now. No inside info here. Yeah, I know. Right. Not yet. We're just trying, we're trying to figure it out. We, we're barely unpacked from the last one. Yeah, I was going to say, that's still bad. My stuff's still in my suitcase in the floor. Well, I'm all in. I can't wait to be a part of the next one as a guest or not, or not as a guest, but you know, in a different capacity. Yes. So. Yeah. Yes. And in the same capacity. Cause you're bringing Pearl back. <laughs> so, Pearl's coming. so know that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. Well, thanks so much, Sherry. It was great talking with you again today. You all as well. All right. Bye. Bye. I feel like you and Sherry connected on like another level. I love her. Uh, you could tell. I love her. I think I just love her spirit that she was knocked down and yeah. it was like nothing was holding her down. Yeah, Nothing's yeah, yeah. going to hold her back. She's going to continue to press on, march on, pull the bootstraps up, as she said. Mm-hmm. And and she's not only is she doing what she loves, but she's done it bigger and better well, than, it's, than yeah. even before. Well, it's kind of like when you think about a woman, a mama, being resilient and being put in a corner. Mm-hmm. And like, I got three boys and $43. I'm fixing to come out. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> what I felt like uh-huh. really resonated because you don't know how tough you are until you tested. That's right. You know what that's I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And I mean, even when she was talking about her dad dying and, you know, she had two options to either get in the bed and stay there or to take everything that he's given her and turn it into something bigger. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And just, I mean, I don't know. There's just something about the fighting spirit of a mama. I always think about a bear and her cubs. Yeah. And like, really? That's what it is. Like, you're not going to mm-hmm. come between me and them. Mm-mm. So do not come for me. <laughs> you know? Yes. I will get an Airstream and I yeah. will take, take it, it across country. <laughs> That's right. Right. I mean, yeah, I just think that for her to go have such an eye for design and like such a passion for what she's doing, but to also stick with that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I like fabric, but she's like, I'm hyperventilating with fabric. <laughs> there's something to it. Her dad's like, a, you know, somebody's a blacksmith. Somebody's an artist. I mean. It's in her blood. It's in sure. there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you've got to take whatever that is. And go with it. Yeah. And I just think that that's so cool. It's I think great. that's America. You yeah. know, I really yeah. do. Like, it's I'm American like, spirit. It is. <laughs> it's it's the dream. It's the American dream. That's exactly right. And here she is putting in a brick and mortar store with retail space. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to go visit her. Lexington, Kentucky. We're I haven't coming. been there in so long. Never and been. I hear it. It's amazing. Like We're the coming. restaurants. Very charming. I mean, that was 10 years ago when I was there. Yeah. So I can't imagine how it's grown and all the new things that they have there. Well, you know, I will say that's always something I've wanted to do. So we've only been to the Derby on like a random off day. I think, of course, I didn't do like do the dresses this afternoon. We went for Jason's 40th birthday and took a group and did the bourbon tours and all that stuff. And so we went to the Derby and like I wore jeans, you know, but like I would love to experience the, that the horse racing and all that as a culture I know nothing about. Mm -hmm. But she's right about Keeneland now. So well, that, you you've love always loved that. Keeneland. Yeah. Yes. I think you would love Keeneland way more than the Derby. Oh, I don't even care. I'm just that I'm just saying that whole you know, your girls mm-hmm. love horses. Yes. And so that's just nothing we know anything about. Mm-hmm. So I would just love to experience yeah. it. We'll, we're gonna do it in the spring. I know. I think that 
you know, you guys know we're in Jackson, Tennessee, and I think when we bring her to Jackson, a lot of people have asked if this event that we've promoted with Sherry and Henry Dry Goods is invitation only. It is not no. invitation only. Now, there are a limited number of spots, but we have the ticket information in our bio link in our Instagram profile. Mm-hmm. So anybody can log on and grab a ticket. Yeah, They're 30 come bucks. To Jackson. Come to Jackson. <laughs> come visit. You know, some of our getaway Memphis friends have are trying to make it work. Oh, good. On, it's a Tuesday night, y'all, and we know that that's a crazy night, but it's really the only time anybody had. Right. So to the holidays and everything. Yeah, yeah. So um, they're so sweet to come and stop by Jackson on the way on the way to their next, mm-hmm. wherever well, Pearl's going. Because we are going to start doing more of these Say It Southern socials in cities. Maybe we can get her to come to, you know, other cities that we do. Um, I think she would love it. I think she would, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of the holidays... Oh my gosh! I'm are we sorry. speaking of the holidays? Are, are we? Well, I feel, well, I mentioned me, the holidays. I don't know. That makes me want to lay down. We well, we were trying to get dates for this, and it was like this gets into that holiday event. It gets oh, right, to yeah. December, and then you've got Thanksgiving and right, all that. You know, right. getting into November, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But okay, so I don't even have like anxiety issues really. Mm-hmm. But all I can see on Instagram now on social media is everybody's putting their gift guides up. Oh, everybody's stressed. And I'm like, what in the world? Well, it's the container ships, you know, out in the out in the ocean. The news keeps, you know, yeah. here we go. Well, then you know Propaganda. what? Propaganda. Buy local. <laughs> buy local. <laughs> if you're worried it's not going to come in, just buy local. It's really true. But I mean, it's so, I don't know why I'm so annoyed. Uh-huh. Again, I, we're jumping, we're putting Christmas before even Halloween. Yeah. And I'm feeling stressed now because I'm like, do I need to go ahead and buy this tricycle? Or this, whatever, this hot item on someone's gift guide? Probably. Oh, and you buy into it. I mean, no pun intended, but you you do you you buy into the hype of like we need to go ahead and do something, you know, and we need to get this going. But I know, yes, pressure, I know. holiday pressure. Yeah, but all I mean, I've seen a lot of bloggers too who are decorating for Christmas. Have you seen this? Oh God, why? They're like day after Halloween, it's going up. Oh no, Mm-mm. can't do it. I feel like that our society is ready for my soapbox, mm-hmm. that it's just got its foot on the gas pedal. And everybody wants to outdo everybody else mm-hmm. and get their tree up before somebody. Be able to say, I'm finished Christmas shopping before somebody else. Like, anticipate whatever's coming next. And they've already bought, you know, their gifts or their or their dresses or they've already had their Christmas cards done. And you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it a one-up like kind of a thing. a competitive... Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. even know how to explain what I'm You're saying. You're exactly right, though. You're exactly right. It's almost like look at people me, look at love me. to say, done. I've done that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Just now putting your tree up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, mine oh, was fun. I since, could... Since the Never. <laughs> I invented Christmas trees. So mine's been up since. Trick-or-treaters got their candy underneath my tree. Right. Okay. I was like, yeah. come on in. Come through the, you know, holiday land. Halloween, we didn't even do it. <laughs> we just skipped. Fourth of July. We carried candy. Yeah. <laughs> we carried. We did Christmas in July. Yeah. Okay. That, like, we took it literally. So you're behind. You're way behind. It's how it feels. My tree's bigger than yours. Just yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going mean, to put a picture of it on Instagram. It is like the front door, so I do think people have gotten crazy with their front porches and stuff. What do you mean? Like the fall porches. It's the same thing. What the heck? How many doormats do you have? <laughs> How many it's layers? Fall, y'all. Oh, y'all. It's fall, y'all. It's like a check. Then there's a natural, a jute. Yeah. And then there's like a set. They're monogram. Here for the booze. Here for the <laughs> B-O-O-S. 
<laughs> There's hay bales and beanstalks and Christmas trees. That's so they can rip them. the mat up and then they're they're ready and they for Thanksgiving. Changed. Oh, God, uh-huh. just see. see, yeah, mm. take mm. down the witch's hat, hang, put up a pumpkin. That's oh, too much. And then you're done. And you're done. Happy holidays. I had to decorate for the um, October birthday uh, birthdays at at Dean's school and. It was funny because I started digging out all my Thanksgiving stuff. So we've done cabinets in my kitchen, and we're kind of waiting on those to come together. So when when your house is kind of array and a, you know just a, a mess, out of sorts, you don't really pull out all those decorations because you just don't want to add junk to the junk. Right. Right. Absolutely. So I had to decorate for this thing at school, and so I'm pulling my stuff out, and I'm like, I have a lot of skeletons. <laughs> I have moved from like the scary little ghost into full on like death day of the dead. I mean, it is like skeleton, skeleton. And I did not realize until one of my friends I was decorating the school. She was she brought like two like scary little pumpkins, you know. And she was like, "Oh, I really I should probably like get some spookier stuff." <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, I really, really, oh. But, like, I have a skeleton spray painted gold. I have one, you know, that's black and white. I have a marble one. I mean, it's, yeah. It, I just didn't realize it. Oh. But, anyway, all that to say. That, yes, holidays. I don't know. I mean, I, last year we talked about buying local because of the economy and all that. But it's really true. Like, you don't have to buy something that's off a container ship. Like, yeah. But are you going to make, saying all that, are you going to make a list? I mean, are you, I feel like I need to start, start going and working on this. I don't know what my, I don't know what to get the older girls. Taylor May wants a phone so bad. I'm like, can I give in? Am I going to get in? Like we're pretty close. Christmas and her birthday is right after Christmas. So it would be a whammy. I'm going to get it. Uh, I mean, yeah. Oh gosh. I don't know. Judgment. <laughs> no, just don't give her any social media. The apps. Oh yeah. Then I mean, then what's she gonna do? Just love to TikTok. TikTok. Dance. She loves a routine. Oh, why don't we all secretly deep down? Last night we had the stars, which um, if you some you saw how beautiful you looked, Sarah oh, Smith. Thank you. That's because of the glam helping out. You really did though. Does the does the changing dresses and all does that stress you, or do you like changing? No, I like that changing. Often? Yeah, because I'm I don't. If I could wear one the whole time that I'm comfortable in, that's fine. But I like that. So the lady that donates the dresses, mm-hmm. my best friend Jenna, she has all such a variety of dresses. Kind of like a chance for her to showcase mm-hmm. different styles. Mm-hmm. So like purple. I wore a purple dress last night and I like purple. But she was like, it's such a hot color. I'll wear the purple, but then I want to put on like a red. Yeah. Because I love a red. Love the red. I love the red. It was so comfortable too. Yeah. Anyway, it's fun. It's fun to play dress. Yeah. But I like a little pressure. Yeah. Like, oh. 30 seconds. 30 seconds, Sarah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, excuse so, me, guys. Excuse me. Coming squad. Coming through. It's kind of like when you're a NASCAR car and you pull into the pit and they change yes. like the time. You know, yes. people ripping dresses off of you, mm-hmm. resetting your mic. So that, that is what it's like. It's funny because Sarah has an earpiece that they're talking to her from the production truck because this is all on TV. Um, they're talking to her from the production truck. And also, she's trying to read off a card and know what's happening live in the room. Yes. So, it's pretty aggressive, honestly. <laughs> oh, I mean, God. to look that pretty and sound that good, <laughs> I was really proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I was. Well, your team did an amazing job. The, the venue looked 
amazing, y'all. It's at the fairgrounds, okay? So <laughs> there's like cattle herds and going there, selling. Uh-huh. There was, the, I think the Mid-South Fair was just there. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm sure that you're probably still cleaning up manure and stuff. And that, <laughs> by the time we got there, it was it was great. It was, we but just... But it's basically just an empty warehouse, yes. really. And y'all, they transformed this place into a magical uh-huh. ballroom, uh-huh. you know? I mean, there's a huge stage. The lighting is amazing. The tables were beautiful. It was a packed house. How many people at that? Around twelve hundred. Yeah, <gasps> twelve hundred people in there. Bars set up. The food was looked amazing. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat any of that food. I just waited for after. I know you that love that food. backstage <gasps> catering. Love backstage catering, Sheila. I d- was dreaming about it the night before. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, the day of the event, I had a salad for lunch at like mm-hmm. eleven because I was like, I need to eat something. Dresses. Got to wear the dresses so I don't want to be bloated. Right. Not a sodium. I'll just do a little salad, and I do not like a salad. So I was dreaming about if I eat a salad tomorrow after the show, I if Sheila's back there, mow down. she'll have that pasta salad, mm-hmm. that potato salad. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. And I tell you what, <laughs> when I saw her walk in, I almost cried. I was like, oh my God, thank goodness you're here. <laughs> and I told her, I said, if you have to clean up this table, make me a plate, please. That's all I ask. Do not throw this food away. No. I just want a plate. And she was like, oh, Sure enough, it was all there. She's a great cook. Oh, she's fabulous. And those little ham sliders. Oh, no. Why are they so good? Yeah, I don't it's know. It's just like a Hawaiian roll, a slice of like cheddar cheese. And yeah. I think it's like the t- kind you take the wrapper off of. Yeah. Cheddar cheese. Roast American beef. cheese or whatever. And roast beef and turkey, I turkey? think. Yeah. Delicious. There's like nothing to it. It's like one of those things that somebody else makes I it. think that's it. I think it's that along with the spread plus like... Anxiety of the night, and you're just ready to like get a real coke and like yes. a ham slider. <laughs> That's what I could not wait. I was like, God, oh, this is amazing. This makes it all worth it. It was a great night. It was a wonderful night. It was night. a great night. So, and we've got another wonderful event coming up. Yeah. First of November. Yeah. With Sherry. We're so excited. Sherry, can't wait to see you here in mm-hmm. Jackson. They're going to love you. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.